Hello everybody and welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our Player Spotlight uh, episode, our first Player Spotlight episode where we kind of pick uh, players that impressed us on a particular game day or uh, players that uh, caught the eye uh, on a particular game day. And uh, this is the first of those episodes and I'm going to pick two players that I saw uh, yesterday uh, in, in the game between Brighton and Arsenal. And actually, in fact, two players that I've seen over this last week that I wanted to pick. And, and actually, what a difference a, a week makes, doesn't it? Because a week ago, uh, you know, almost a week ago, uh, we were watching, all of us were watching uh, Arsenal against Manchester City. And at the end of that game, we all said that Arteta is on the brink. He's, he's you know, he's, he's got to be close to the sack. Uh, with the way they performed against Manchester City, they were pretty poor. And, and then Thomas Tuchel got sacked from PSG. And then there was talk about whether, you know, uh, Arsenal were going to make a move for, for Thomas Tuchel. There's this whole pressure situation that develops. And then a week later, two wins later, you know, the whole uh, script has been flipped. The narrative has been changed. So how did it all begin? Uh, we're going to go back to the Carabao Cup game, actually, between Arsenal and Manchester City, where there was one guy, there was one guy who, who for 49 minutes that he played, for the 49 minutes that he played, he made it seem possible for Arsenal to, to get a result. I, 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 you know, and that was Gabriel Martinelli. You know, for those 45 minutes, 49 minutes that I saw Gabriel Martinelli on the pitch, I think Arsenal believed, Arsenal fans believed, and I believe that maybe Arsenal could pull something out, something out of the hat. Maybe they could take it to penalties. You know, anything's impossible with him on the pitch because he genuinely, you know, was, was putting in the energy, putting in the effort. He had that talent, he had that skill. And he just felt with him on the pitch that something, something was possible. Uh, and then he had to go off injured. Sadly, he couldn't, you know, he had a bit of a knock. He, he got injured, you know, in Arsenal. And it just felt inevitable at that point that Arsenal were going to fall apart. And they did. And City won for one. But in those 45 minutes, 49 minutes, I keep saying 45, but 49 minutes, you felt something special could have happened. And, uh, you know, and then that injury, uh, everybody thought it could be serious. He's just come back from an injury. Uh, you know, Gabriel Martinelli, by the way, just after six, seven months out, he finally makes his return. Maybe gets injured again. It's Arsenal, you know, it's Arsenal. They don't have good luck with injuries. But no, he does not. He comes back. He plays the next game against Chelsea. It's a big game. It's a pressure cooker game. But in this game, he's not alone because he's got an ally with him. And it's it's a young lad who's come up to the Arsenal Academy. Uh, it's Emil Smith-Rowe who starts in the number 10 position. And the two of them, uh, you know, they change it. They transform Arsenal's attack. They, you know, Arsenal win 3-0. And uh, you know what? Yeah, you know, if you look at these two games, if you look at uh, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea 3-0 and then the Brighton 1-0, neither of these two players would be the ones that would take the headlines. I think uh, you talk about Saka probably being, you know, the, the you know probably the better performer. You talk about Lacazette who scored goals in both of these two games. Neither of those, these two players have scored goals in either of these games, by the way. Just to be clear, you know, and they probably would not be on the top list of, of, of players that have, you know, you know, probably put in the match of the best performances in the game. I don't think either of these two players had those eight, nine or ten performances. But just the consistency that they bring, the, the energy, the belief that they bring, the fun. Sometimes certain players have transformative effects and you won't see it in, you know, stats. You won't see them in numbers, but you see them in the way they perform, in the way the team performs. And I think these two players have done that. The way, you know, Arsenal have been crying out for a number 10 for so long. We keep saying about how Arsenal are too predictable and too, too uh, you know, too one-dimensional. And then you get Martinelli who comes in and then they've got this number 10 who was always there at the club but was not being given an opportunity. And then he comes in the, probably the biggest game of the season for Arsenal against Chelsea. And he comes and he performs so well. And... Um, <laughs> 
you know, we, we know about Martinelli last season. He had a break breakout season last last time around. You know, before injury stopped his progress, he's pretty much carried on with his left or his leg. He's not been injured. He's just been on an like extended vacation. Uh, and then Emil Smithrow, I haven't seen a lot of him. Uh, you know, and I, you know, we, uh, you know, because I don't watch the the Europa League games for Arsenal, and he's played a lot of those games, but I haven't seen him in the Premier League. But even he seems like a natural. Like he's been playing at this level for all his life. And and, and think about Arsenal now is when you look at them, when you look at the team, you realize uh, that there is there is a real uh, belief in the side, that there is a real dynamism in attack, there's a real togetherness and a real understanding between players. And I, I think, you know, we talk about Arsenal and kids, Arsenal have so many fantastic players coming to the academy actually. It's not just, you know, you've got Smith Rowe, you've got Bukayo Saka, you've got uh, Miguel Aziz, you've got uh, Fulamin Balogun, you've got all these great, good, great youngsters, talented youngsters coming through. And, you know, and aside from Saka, now the other players have really been given a proper go, but now Smith Rowe's got a chance and he's taking it with both hands. Um, and some people will say that, you know, that Arsenal have been kind of forced into it, uh, that Arteta has been forced into it because of injuries and COVID-19. But you know, sometimes that's that's just part of life. Sometimes you just get thrown these opportunities, uh, you know, to try something different, to do something different. You're almost forced into it, and sometimes you get you get results that you were never expecting. I mean, you've got to cast your you know mind back to 20, uh, 20, 26, 2016. Yes, in twenty sixteen, uh, when uh, yeah, there was a certain Louis Van Gaal who had to who had basically lost his first choice striker. Uh, just in the warm-up, in the match warm-up, and then he had to turn to a young 18-year-old, 17-year-old uh, Marcus Rashford, and the world knows what happened after that. The rest is history, right? And then you talk about this just this year, uh, you know, uh, Hansi Flick at Bayern needed left back, and uh, you know he turned to this talented Canadian who was uh, a very highly rated winger, young winger, and he found it, it turned out that he was actually a world, that he had a world-class left back all along in the side, and he's now you know he's now probably one of the best left backs in the world. Uh, in Alfonso Davis, so sometimes you get thrown these opportunities, um, but but you know, but it's it's about how you take them. It's about how you make the most of it. And I think you've got to give credit to Smith Rowe. You've got to give credit to Martinelli. They've taken the chance. They've taken their chances. And this is something that you know people have been keeping on saying. You've been saying this. I've been saying this. Something needs to change. Something needs to play the kids. Give a chance to youngsters. Somebody needs to come in and change that. Shake shake the things up because they need that. They need somebody who can uh, you know play passes properly. Who can bring that dynamism in the final third. And somebody you can you know provide some consistency on that wings because William isn't cutting it, Pepe isn't cutting it. But what do you know? He gives a chance, he gives Martinelli a go, probably out of force, you know, because he's you know Martinelli was one of his key players before injury, so you know he's he's, he's probably you know so he was probably waiting for it to happen anyway. So he's given Martinelli, Martinelli a run now. He's given Smith Rowe a chance and he's taken it. And you know these guys have now established themselves at Arsenal. Now look like they're finally on that upward trajectory. I mean, it's still early days. It's only two games. Uh, in Martin Lenny's case, three games. But they both look the part, don't they? At the moment, they just look the part. They just look like they've transformed Arsenal. Arsenal now look like a good team, like a team that can, you know, not not a team that's that's you know they're still 14, 15 in the league. But they don't look like a team that's 14, 15 in the league. They look like a team that's top seven, top top eight quality. They look like that now. Um, and it's of course they're young guys, so they're gonna have. Uh, ups and downs, they're going to have situations where they will have bad games uh, but you know, it's just a matter of sticking with them and seeing how far they can go because you know, you've got to give them confidence, that, that belief that they can do something and maybe not in the league, maybe the Cups because there's still two tournaments that Arsenal are fighting for, you know, with the FA Cup and the Europa League is still alive and so maybe they can do something there, maybe Arsenal can go on but these two guys now have given them that X factor, they've given them that belief that something is possible for their season and you know that's that's the, that's the thing that you know as an Arsenal fan, I'm not an Arsenal fan but as an Arsenal fan I'm sure that's something that you want 
to believe and you want to see uh, some hope for this team and i think these two are giving it and sometimes players just have those kind of transformative effects um, you know even though they you may not realize it even though you may think it's there you, you sometimes notice certain players come in and they just change the dynamic of the offense of your offense or your midfield or your um, or your defense you know that position that they play in players around them start suddenly start to look better the players that are playing with them suddenly start to believe more suddenly start to try more suddenly start to look better and that's i think what has happened with arsenal as well they've now got uh, you know because these two players have come in they've done so well i think it started to give belief to the entire squad and not to mention because they're talented and they bring something to the table that the other players don't so definitely is working that way but i mean kudos to arteta for finally giving them a go and curious to these guys for taking on so those are that, that's my player spot i think arsenal uh, you know surprise everyone but that's what arsenal do they surprise you when you least expect it whether that's you know when expecting a win and uh, they deliver a defeat in the most innocuous manner as possible or when you're expecting a defeat they go out and they win and that's what they did and nobody i don't think anybody expected them to get six points from the two games but they have and that's really helped them a lot so i think uh, you know as onwards and upwards for arsenal from here now they've got to start looking forward they've got to try to forget what's happened up to now i don't think they I mean, I mean and for all the big sam's mind games the fact is that arsenal were never under serious threat of relegation let me just be clear on that arsenal were never going to be relegated this season you know it's not about being too good to go around it's just the fact that there were teams that were much worse than them uh, i i could have imagined if somebody came and said to me you know what uh, we can see arsenal finishing 12 13 i could probably see that but they were never going to get relegated that was not going to happen but now they can aim for better more than just a top 10 finish or you know or avoiding some people be saying well you know avoiding relegation they they not now they can aim for better than that they can aim for better than just a top 10 finish they can probably think about a top 7 top 8 finish keep in mind eighth place can also get you into europe so you know depending on what happens to the brentford game obviously but top 8 can also get into europe so they can look at that now in the top 8 positions they can start to think about that i think they should start to think about that but i mean for an arsenal fan i know it's it's always hard to dream I think they can dream now, but um, kudos to them for that, and uh, you know, kudos to Martinelli and kudos to uh, Smithrow for taking their chance and for taking Arsenal upwards. So that's our player spotlight. Uh, smash a like if you thought that was a good video, and please remember to subscribe to the channel for more such uh, content and videos that will be coming along for your entertainment as well. So please do show your support. Thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of your day or night, and see you soon.